straight noses and high cheekbones. Features more of the Mediterranean than of Africa. Why they moved to the moist forests of East Africa, leaving their grand terraced farmlands behind, is unknown. When the Nilotes drifted in from the west, they engulfed their fine-featured neighbours, not by war, but by marriage. The stories from these ancient times tell of the first child born to the first marriage. His name was Marcinta, and he grew into a fine young man. Tall like his father, the Nilote, with long, strong muscles, as tight as bowstrings on his slender frame, but with the elegant, fine-boned face and the gentle, slightly almond-shaped eyes of his Cushite mother. His ma language and his shining black skin were of the Nile, as was his demeanour. Some would see it as aloof, even arrogant, but it was not so. Marcinta's bearing reflected the pride he felt in being the son of such fine parents. One day, when Marcinta was searching for food, a voice like thunder came to him from the cloudless sky. Marcinta! It was the voice of the beginner of the earth, the Ngai, the god of his Kushite family. You must make a large enclosure between the holy mountain of Oldoño Sabak and the silver peaks of Kilimanjaro. Build a house at its centre and await my word. Marcinta went and did as he was told and waited for Ngai's further instructions. When Ngai returned, he said to Marcinta, Tomorrow, very early in the morning, I want you to go and stand by your house, for I will give you a gift called cattle. The animals are strange, but have no fear. Above all, you must be silent until you have received all the cattle you want. Very early next morning, Masinta did as he was commanded. Soon he heard the sound of thunder, and God released a long leather thong from heaven to earth. Cattle descended down this thong into the enclosure. The surface of the earth shook so vigorously that Marcinta's house almost fell over. He was gripped with fear, but did not make any movement or sound. But while the cattle were still descending, the Dorobo, who was a neighbour of Marcinta, woke from his sleep. Upon seeing the countless cattle coming down the thong, he cried, Ay, ay, ay! On hearing this, God took back the thong, and the cattle stopped descending. God said to Marcinta, thinking he was the one who had cried out, So, these cattle are sufficient. Very well, that is all you will receive. Treat them well, as they are your life. Cherish them as I do you, for they are the last gift you will receive from me. This is how the Maasai came to own all the cattle on the earth. It is also the reason the Maasai despise the Dorobo. For Marcinta was angry with his neighbour for causing Ngai's gift to be cut short. He cursed him, saying, Dorobo, you are the one who cut God's thong. May you remain poor, as you have always been. May the milk of my cattle be poison on your lips.
To this day, the Dorobo remain hunters of the forest and are never given food by the Maasai. The cattle grew and flourished, as did the Maasai, because, as Ngai had promised, cattle were their strength. From cattle, the Maasai were fed, clothed and housed. Cattle were their bride price and the measure of a man's status in society. Food came from milk mixed with blood taken from the living animal. Hides were used for mattresses, sandals, utilities and accessories. The dung was a major building material. Even the cattle's urine could be used for medicine and cleaning. In the mother tongue, over a hundred ma words were available to describe the beasts. As Marcinta's descendants ventured into the Great Rift Valley, the first print of a white foot appeared in the sands on the island of Mombasa. By then,